Hey. Hey. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, guys. If you are not watching this on video, <laughs> you should be. Get your video on right now. Chloe and I are dressed up. Want to talk about our costumes? Yeah, you can go first. <laughs> okay. I'm dressing up as a patient because I am sick of these men. Fair enough. Get well soon. Thank you so much. <laughs> I am a builder because I can fix him. <laughs> it's so good. Also, like, this was uh, kind of a not last minute, but we – yeah, it was a little last minute. It was it a last was minute cost. Literally, yes, <laughs> last night. I didn't want to make us seem not prepared, but well, um, we weren't. Basically, I could only find Chloe a children's construction <laughs> costume, so she is wearing a costume for a four to six year old toddler boy, and it has a trick. The best. Part. Can you get up and, and do a little twirl? Oh my god! Show the people. Okay, mine may seem not bad, but would you like to see the best part of mine? Oh, please. Oh? <laughs> oh my God. If you can't see it, the back of hers has an ass. I've got Just butt cheeks. out the back. I'm fucking sick of them, and Chloe can fix them. Can fix them. So, spooky season. Do you have any plans for Halloween, number one? Your party. Oh, I canceled that. Oh, I'm so sorry. I never sent out the invitation. No, but you told me about it. I know. It. I only told I've like, learned about the the inception and the cancellation of this party all in one place. Yeah. No, we canceled it. I got okay. really stressed and I couldn't do it. And it's also really expensive. I was going to work first and foremost, do my job, do this, and then do all the decor for the party today through Thursday, and then go home to Westchester on Friday, decorate for the bridal shower, prep for the bridal shower, do the bridal shower, and then come back to the city with one hour to spare in between the party and the bridal shower. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, I bought a costume, so now I have to, ha I have to make more Well, plans. of course you have to do something. Yeah, I was just feeling very relaxed this Halloween. Yeah. And exhausted. Sorry, so I wasn't I... going to do anything. Honestly, me neither. This has been like the most, I mean, as we're sitting here in costumes and like pumping up Halloween so much, we're both <laughs> like, we don't really care about Halloween. But it has been like a weird vibe. Like I haven't really been excited about it for some reason but i have been embracing spooky season i've watched already maybe 30 horror movies this month oh i watched both it's last night i watched shot of the dead last night oh i've both actually it's never seen that yeah i watched both one after another by myself that's bold yeah i'm a sick puppy you, know? you are like shawn of the dead isn't even scary and then i took a bath and i was laying there and i heard a noise my bath was ruined. Like, my whole meditation, everything was fucked up. I had to turn the lights on. I can't. I can't take you seriously. <laughs> Who can? Anything I say is not going to be taken oh seriously God. today. Do you know the comments that I'm going to get? <laughs> I think you should walk outside with that, for sure. Just, like, go on the subway with that. You're going to get on, like, Creatures of the Subway Instagram account. I'm sure. <laughs> what if I wore this if you had a party to your party? I would respect it. Everyone would respect it. I'm like that meme around Halloween time where there's two types of girls. It's like this one and then the slut that I'm going to be on Saturday. I have no plans, but I just plan on dressing like a slut. But, <laughs> but I'm just going to be a slut. All right. Well, I'll keep you abreast of what I'm doing on Saturday. I don't know yeah, what I'm doing. Keep me abreast. So what are we talking about here today? We are doing scary stories. So 
just plain old scary stories and ghost stories and then scary dating stories. Yes. So the overarching theme is ghosts, whether they are fuckboys or they are dead people. They're they're <laughs> equally scary. <laughs> equally scary, equally haunting, and all around just unwanted. <laughs> Prefer not to have either. Speak of unwanted, I brought Sage and Palo Santo because <laughs> – I don't want – first of all, I'm so scared to talk about some of these things. And we don't need ghosts of boyfriend's past. We don't need literal ghosts <laughs> and entities following us around. So I'll be doing that. She has a ghost story that she – I'm forcing her to share. And she was so scared to tell it that we have brought precautionary items in the form of sage. Proactive. So, so that we don't get haunted mm-hmm. and our podcast can still be successful. <laughs> we don't get cursed. Yeah. <laughs> Don't come near my my metrics. Yeah. Not my metrics. <laughs> Not the analytics. Anyways, let's hop into it. Okay. We're going to start with boys. Scary boys. Scary dating stories. I got a great submission. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you guys got to really slide into our DMs more. We've been getting some crazy town stories. We love to hear them. We love to hear them. This one's short and sweet. Okay. You ready for this? I am. This girl <laughs> met this guy out at a club she went to go get food with him after the club in a group in a group setting so they all went to go get food down the street never texted him again wanted nothing to do with him and he didn't like that she was ghosting him and he told her that she had 24 hours to live and then texted her every hour on the hour, <gasps> counting down how much time that she had left. I just got the chills. Down to the minute. And I have screenshots that we can put in the... Did she call the police? Oh no. My God, I she... literally have full chills. I would have called the police. And she's still alive. She's still alive. She said she didn't believe him. And she just like was taking screenshots and thought it was weird and funny. But genuinely terrifying as well. That is the scene in the horror movie <laughs> when you get killed. That is textbook 101. Like, oh, silly man. I just met in the club. He's not actually going to murder me. And then, yeah. And then he get murdered. I just want to know what he was thinking. That's sick in the fucking head. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. That was a short and sweet one. Sh- well, not sweet, but definitely right. short. Wow. Yeah, meeting people out. That, uh, <laughs> that kind of plays right into the story I'm going to tell. This happened to me. And this is a lesson for every girl everywhere. Okay, here we go. (laughs) I'm just going to start from the beginning. Picture it. I'm a senior in college. So I am about, I think I was 21, 22, something like that. And I went to FIT. So the culture at FIT, there's no Greek life. When you go out, you're a lot of the times with finance guys and you're going out to clubs with older men. And so that kind of groomed me to love older men, as we all know. <laughs> you know, the zaddies are my thing. Also, when you don't want to go out to a club, it was very difficult for us to find places to go out where we'd be around normal guys and just people who are getting off of work rather than guys who are raging at clubs who are walking red flags. So we went down to Stone Street. Stone Street, if you do not know, is this street down in the financial district and it has a lot of sports bars and it's a really just fun hangout spot right when you get out of work as a finance guy. So it's obviously perfect praying grounds for thirsty girls like myself. So I go down there with a group of my girlfriends and we're at this bar. There's this really cute guy. I'm looking at him and I'm like, wow, he's like 
really charismatic, dressed well, super attractive. And him and I start making eyes. I don't remember who came over to who first, but whatever. We start talking. He tells me he has his own company. He's 28 years old. He was taking all of his employees out for like a celebratory drinks thing. I met all of his employees. They were all there. They were all raving about him. He's buying all their drinks. I was like, wow, this guy is a stand-up guy. This is amazing. So dad hop off. I end up going home with him. (laughs) And everything was great. You know, I, I had a little... Had a little, you know, we did the dirty and okay. <laughs> gathered that. <clears throat> and whatever. So the next morning, I wake up, everything's fine. He's great. He's being so affectionate towards me. He's like, hey, baby, I got to go to the office, but you take your time, you sleep, you stay in, just to let yourself out. There's coffee in the kitchen. I was like, oh, okay. Like, this was amazing. This was a dream. He leaves. I'm like, wow, this is, this is lovely. I could marry this man. And then I don't know, like, what made me do this. Normally, when I meet a guy, I like to not Google them. I specifically don't Google them because I like to learn things from the horse's mouth. I want them to tell me where they went to school, that they have 16 cousins in Ohio, that their parents invented the toaster strudel, something like that. You know, I like to learn that on my own. But for some reason, I Googled this guy. While you're in his apartment. While I'm in his apartment. The first thing that comes up is that he was in jail for eight years because he murdered someone, shot them point blank in their face over a digital camera. And I just slept with him. Um, I cannot express to you how quickly I was out that door. Out the, I, I'm like, my hands are sweating even thinking about this. My <laughs> stomach, I was like, <gasps> I'm in a murderer's apartment. Murderer. I had slept with a murderer, and I ran out the door. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm a no. Uh-huh. And he did not know that I knew this, so I left, and in his mind, everything went great. And he ended up, like, calling me, and I didn't answer. And then he kept calling me, and then he started leaving voicemails, <gasps> and then he continued to text me every single day. I eventually had to block his number. Um, he's in my phone as the killer. Um, yeah. I um, could have been <laughs> chopped up into pieces. It's a good thing you didn't try to take a picture of him. I have a question. <laughs> so many questions. So wait, was he a finance pro? It was like a tech company or something. I don't, I don't quite remember what the company was. What I found out was that he was from Texas and essentially his white privilege got him out of jail Early. Of course it did. Yeah, he was only in jail for eight years. Um, and Whoa. He, and he murdered someone point blank with a gun. He was like, give me back my digital camera and shot this man in the face. Wow. Okay, so the moral of the story is Google people. Don't feel bad. Don't think that they should tell me all these stories and, oh, no, what if I know they're, what they're, you know, that they have an Aunt Betty before they tell me. Fucking Google them. Because Always. Always There's Google people. Just just one little Google. You don't have to go deep and learn about their past, but if they did something bad, usually it'll come up right away. So just one quick Google. And really, you got to be soft with rejecting men because you never know what kind of crazy person you're going to get. Like him calling you nonstop, what happened to this girl, getting told that she had 24 hours to live. It's crazy because I'm a bitch when I don't like a guy and he won't leave me alone. I will literally look him in the face and I'll be like, please go fuck yourself. Yeah. And I could get killed. (laughs) No, it's so true. I need to be nice. Which is awful because it's like, 
what we have to be delicate with their feelings so they don't murder us like that's bullshit it's insane but it's true I've watched enough Law and Order SVU to know that saying no to a guy could end up with me floating in the Hudson River. By the way, every single time I'm on the West Side Highway, if I see like a plank of wood, I'm like, is it a body? The Hudson is the worst place to wind up too. Oh, yeah. No, it's all bad. (laughs) If you want to end up in the river, you want to end up in the East River. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that is one of my horror dating stories. I feel like I need to sage already. I'm I know. Really I'm, like, I'm like, top that. Slept with a murderer. I'm sick of these men. I bet you are. <laughs> I personally cannot follow this story at all. <laughs> so I need to know what else you have. What else are you working with here? God, I've got a sickening arsenal of bad dating stories. Okay, one of my favorite ones. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's more. Okay. There is also blood involved. The fact that I can say that is <laughs> so terrifying. God, I hope the universe blesses me with a good man one day. This was a first date. We met on Raya. He was divorced. And this was back in LA and really attractive. He's older. I think he was like 41 or something. And we went and got a glass of wine at Zinc in West Hollywood. And everything was great. We had a really great time. The conversation was great. He talked openly about his divorce and how his ex-wife had a kid and how he was very involved in that kid's life and still is, yada, yada, whatever. He was a great guy. We're drinking this wine, and as we're drinking it, he's like, I don't usually drink during the year. And I was like, isn't it, like, always the year? (laughs) When is it not during the year? (laughs) It was a very weird thing to say. And I was kind of like, huh, what do you mean? And I think this was, like, a day before New Year's Eve, so it was December 30th. Okay, I'm so confused. Wait, is there a weekend? I know. I was like, when is it externally (laughs) the year? I guess he meant not during the holidays is what I came to understand. Oh, okay. Whatever. So he was like, essentially he like doesn't really drink except for during the holidays. So we're we're drinking. We're on pace with each other. He had to go to a dinner after. So we knew we were cutting it off at like seven. He was kind of saying he didn't really want to go to the dinner. And I was like, okay, bye. It was great meeting you. He kissed me right before I left. It was great. I was like, wow, that guy was really, really cute. So he was super attractive. Um, Pretty sure he was British, which made him more attractive. So he leaves. He then texts me and he's like, I'm actually going to blow off this dinner. Do you want to come over? We can order some sugarfish and have a little night in. And I was like, fuck yeah, sugarfish. So I get there and (laughs) really nice house, like super cute. The way that you could lure us to our deaths (laughs) with just sugar. Yeah, forget like free candy on the outside of a van. Just put free sugarfish and I am in that van. I'm in there. (laughs) Plunging towards my death. So I show up and there are a hundred candles lit everywhere i was like oh romantic odd kind of cute whatever so we start drinking more wine and the lights are dim and we had the sugar fish and we had a great time but then all of a sudden he starts repeating some things about him says where he's from again asks me some questions again and i'm like huh you already asked me all these this is weird like i'm fine right now i didn't know what was going on it was very odd and then God, both of these stories make me sound like such a slut. We start making out. We end up taking it upstairs. And we probably went to sleep around midnight. All of a sudden, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, let's say. The lights turn on. I open my eyes, and he is standing naked in the doorway with his hand on the light switch like this, staring down at me, not saying a word, frozen, just – and I was like, are you good? Like, I didn't know what to say. I was kind of, I didn't know what to do. I, I, and he was just naked. I was like, are you, are you okay? And then he kind of went like, 
Yeah, sorry. What the fuck? And turned the lights off and got back into bed. I would have thought that he was going to murder me. I thought he was going to murder me. So I was like, well, that was uncomfortable. I'm no longer sleeping. So I could not really sleep for the rest of the night. Did you get out? I would have rolled out of bed. (sighs) No, because I mean, I don't know. I was like, maybe he was sleepwalking. I don't know. It just, it was just weird. So then I go back to sleep, sort of. I'm in and out of sleep. I pretty much waited until about 7 a.m. And then all of a sudden I was awoken from my slumber again to the sounds of running down the hall. Running. Sounds of running. He's no longer in the bed. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) He comes running into the room, naked again, and is like, my cat has been attacked. (laughs) I was like, excuse me? Also, red flag, he has a cat. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, there's blood. There's blood everywhere. The neighbor's cat attacked his cat. There's blood everywhere. He's freaking out. He's like, I have to go. I have to take my cat to the vet. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah, totally. So I get my my clothes on. I kind of hate cats. So I'm like, can I see it? Emma. <laughs> what I wanted to see. And so he gets dressed. We go downstairs. And he's like, it's just over here. And he takes me out back. There's no blood anywhere. He is like, oh, I, I think some of it's right there. There was like a wet piece of wood. It was water that was it was wet with. And I was like, I don't think that's blood. And then at this point in time, I'm like, I'm going to call my Uber. It was so concerning. And he was kind of just like, yeah, no, there's blood everywhere. He was attacked and there was there was fur and there was hair. And I was like, okay, all right, I think I'm going to go. Um, and I go get into my Uber and he's like waiting outside with me. And he was like, so what are you going to do with the rest of your day? And it's now New Year's Eve. And I was like, oh, I have, I have plans. And I was like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to go get some coffee. And I was like, what about your cat? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'm going to take the cat to the vet. And I was like, okay. And that was the last I ever spoke to him. Yeah, I would hope so. I never saw him. I think what happened when he woke up in the middle of the night was that he didn't remember who was in his bed and didn't know who was there. And he was like, there's someone in my bed. Maybe he was equally as scared as I was. <laughs> I think that he either didn't take his medication or maybe he took like an Ambien or something and just... I don't know. Or he just got really fucked up. Turns out he's like on acid. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. So I was terrified. Yeah, I would be sick of these men as well. Fucking be careful out there, guys. People are so weird. One time I asked a guy that I was dating um, his worst date story, and he told me that he met a girl on a dating app, and she came over to hang out with him for the first time ever, and she brought all of her laundry. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a G move. (laughs) uh, I'm using you for your in-unit washer and dryer. She's like, I'm out of quarters. (laughs) Thanks for having me over. Did all of her shit and then left. That's incredible. Yeah, I was like, well, you know, I, I gotta respect. That. I do. I respect it a little bit for some reason. Like, I don't know because it's hilarious. Take what you can get. I have one story that's not even my story, but I did see it on TikTok, and I'm just gonna reuse it because it was fucking terrifying. And it's just one more little warning out there to everyone. So this girl goes on a, I think it was a Bumble date, some sort of app date. She goes on this date with this guy. It's not that great. She was getting along with him fine. Everything was going well. And all of a sudden, halfway through the date, he was like, my hotel got canceled or something very strange happened where he did not have a place to stay. And he says to her, do you mind if I stay at your place? And they hadn't had sex. They weren't really intimate. I think they had kissed maybe, but like she was not into it. But she felt bad and she was just like, sure, you can stay on my couch. I will be staying in my bedroom. And yeah, if you need a place to stay, that's okay. They go back to her place. She sets him up on the couch. And she's like, good night. 
She goes into her bedroom and she locks the door. Very smart. She's like, no, I, I don't know this guy at all. I was just being kind. He just took me out to dinner. 2 a.m. She wakes up to bang, 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 bang on her bedroom door. She is obviously shaking, terrified, doesn't know what to do. And she's like, hello? Like, what, 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 what do you want? And he's freaking out saying, I need my phone charger. I need my phone charger. I left my phone charger in there. She's like, you were never in my room. Your phone charger is not in here. Step away from the door. Stop banging on my door. He's consistent bang, 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 bang on her door. I would immediately call the police. So she immediately calls the police. She's like, this guy is in my apartment. We just went on a date. Tells him what happened. And she's like, he won't stop banging on my door. He's, he's shaking the door. I'm afraid he's going to break it down. Police show up immediately. She hears all this commotion. She's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. They get him out. The police are now like, ma'am, it's safe to come out. But before you do, we need to warn you about what you're going to see out here. She's like, okay, I want to come out. I want to see. She opens the door. Her entire living room is covered in plastic tarps. (gasps) There are knives, rope, duct tape. Everything you need. This is a real story. This was a real story. Oh, my God. Everything you need to completely American Psycho someone was out there. She evaded her own death. Dude, what the fuck is wrong with people? That was a dating app. First date. So, everyone. I will try to find the TikTok that I found that on because I want to give them credit. But, yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard pass. Yeah. I, that made me so scared. I know. I don't ever want to date anyone <laughs> again. Keep it calling. Don't make me go out to the streets. <laughs> don't take me to the streets, Colin. If you're listening, I'm scared. I'm fucking scared. Um, I, I'm out here. So, yeah. <sighs> so, those are some scary dating stories. Yeah. That was actually genuinely terrifying. Yeah. That last one. Could you imagine? No. No. <sighs> My worst fear. But I would never let a man stay in my house. Okay, so should we tell some actual scary stories now? Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> Are you ready? Where's my popcorn? Oh my God, I'm so ready. <sighs> okay, so, oh my God, I'm just literally so, like, should I preemptively burn? I'll burn it after. <laughs> just hold, hold your burning sage as you're telling the story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think I maybe was 15 or 16 years old. Okay. I had a relative that had just passed away. Yeah, what was that vibrating? There's like so many noises happening. It's a sign. No, it's not. Stop saying that you're scaring me. I'm scared. But you've told the story to someone else before. Yeah. Okay. And everything was fine. It's a scary story. But everything was fine, right? I don't like talking about it, but it's a scary story. Well, I'm forcing you to face your fears. All right. A relative of mine had just died, and my mom saw this famous medium. Her name is Rebecca Rosen, was coming to town. And she did, like, a show in a forum. So my mom got tickets. We went. It was myself, her, and my cousin. My cousin doesn't believe in any of the woo-woo. And so at the beginning of this show, if you will, she had us all meditate to do – it's like a protective meditation so that no bad spirits attach to you or come in. Should we do that right now? (laughs) Maybe. Like, (laughs) Quick meditate. Five seconds. Yeah, I don't know if okay. it works like that, but <laughs> fingers crossed. Anyway, my mom was so concerned with my cousin not doing the meditation that she herself was not doing the meditation. And if you've seen any scary movies before, <laughs> foreshadowing. <laughs> A little bit of foreshadow. So the show 
is actually really crazy. She goes around the audience and she winds up saying things to us and other people that nobody would know about. Like she pulled out this one woman's earrings. She was like, your mom's here. And she said she loves your earrings. And this woman started bawling. And she was like, my mom gave me these right before she died. Just weird things. Anyway, we get home that night. I go to bed. My mom goes to bed. I'm actually scrolling on Tumblr. Can't sleep because I feel something in my room. And I can't, every time I turn off the light, I cannot go to bed. So I just stay up. It's 3 in the morning at this point. Was it perhaps 3.33 in the morning? Witching hour. <laughs> in my parents' room, so my room was right next to theirs, their closet was mirrored sliding doors. So all of a sudden, I hear them slam and shake. And I'm like, what the fuck was that noise? Just like a huge <laughs> And I'm like... Okay. And it's just me and my mom, by the way. And I walk in there to check on her because I'm like, what in the fuck has happened? And I open the door. She is standing up in the dark from the other side of the room. So there's the mirrored doors, the bed, and then the other side where she's standing up. And I'm like, how did the mirror, what, I don't know how that happened. She slowly rises. What? Slowly rises. Not, not floating. (laughs) She's levitating? (laughs) Oh my God, I just shit myself. Stands up. Let me preface before I tell the rest of the story. I have receipts. I have photos. I have emails. Like, I have receipts can for we, what I'm about to say. Okay? Can we drop them in the rough picks? Some of They're them. cursed, but yeah. Okay. We so, can screenshot it. Then it won't be the actual file. <laughs> <laughs> that is a nude dip. <laughs> she walks around the bed in a fucking trance. Does not make eye contact with me. Walks to the bathroom and... Pees, I am not kidding, for five minutes straight in silence, staring. In, in the toilet? Yeah, in the toilet, thank God. But just staring straight ahead, like in a trance, peeing. Pee, I've, I've never seen someone pee for so long in my life. And I look at her while she's doing it, and I'm like, what are you doing? What is wrong with you? I thought she got drunk. I didn't know what happened. And finally, she starts talking, and she goes, it's okay to be gay. It's okay to be gay. And she keeps repeating it. And I go, yeah, it definitely is. But I have a boyfriend. Like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? She doesn't respond to me at all. She stands up and just stands there in front of the toilet. And I go, I, I'm a sassy teenager. So I go, well, aren't you going to flush it? For the first time in the past 10 minutes of this really fucking weird situation, she turns to me, looks through me, not even at me. And she goes, you flush it. <laughs> like thinking something's so wrong with her i'm not thinking she's possessed and i'm like fucking crazy and i went into my room and shut the door she went to bed and i at this point am so pissed off because i was scared as is i'm like why would she do that to me i wake up to her knocking on my door (laughs) good morning and i'm like get away from me you psychopath she goes my back really hurts can you look at it i'm like do you not remember anything from last night and she goes no what are you talking about I'm like, you don't remember telling me it's okay to be gay and peeing for 10 minutes? And she's like, no, I don't remember that at all. Can you please look at my back? On her back. No, 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 no. Claw marks. Claw marks. Three and then a huge scratch across her back. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look in the mirror. My pupils are huge dilated they will not undilate they're dilated for hours so my mom writes an email to the psychic are you ready do you have pictures of the scratches yes shut up you do yes i do can i see it yeah oh my god so my mom 
The email is titled, Something Happened After Last Night. <laughs> and she writes and tells her everything that happened. The psychic writes back and says, Hi, Jenna. Wow, I I'm speechless to say the least. You were definitely possessed by a dark energy spirit. I have a lot of thoughts on this. She goes on to say all these things that we need to do. And then she goes on to get on the phone with my mother. And she tells her that in her meditation that she did before the show, she came across a very damaged spirit that had lost his life due to alcoholism because he was gay and had a, a homophobic family. So then she tells us, whatever you do, do not consume any alcohol, do not do any drugs, don't do anything that alters your state of mind. Fine. So I go to my friend's Sweet 16. They were a little Disney kid, so I thought it would be wholesome. I started eating brownies. They were edibles. I ate an entire edible brownie. Oh an entire goodness. edible brownie. As a little tiny 15-year-old. The highest I, to this day, have ever been in my life. I go home, high off of my rocker, and I find my mom in a salt circle, saying a prayer in a towel. <laughs> <laughs> you are so your mother's daughter. Yeah, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it was horrifying. We had to have a literal, like, uh, poltergeist person oh. come, and she did all this crazy stuff, cleaned our corners with brooms and was saying things and, like, spraying things and wrote symbols on things. It was insane. But until we had her come, really scary shit kept happening. I had a doorbell on my door, like one of those little girl talk doorbells. Oh, my God, I fucking love those. Love those. It rang by itself at 3 in the morning, and then the, it died. We would hear running through the no. hallway. Oh, my God. And my neighbors would hear it, and they'd text me, like, do you feel that? Do you hear that? It was so fucking scary. I have the chills. Anyway, the, the, the priest came, got rid of the spirit, and that was that. Let me show you the picture. Oh, my God. I will never go to one of those things again. Wow. Ever. <gasps> we'll, we'll put it on the screen. Oh, my God. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. I mean, <laughs> it, it is okay to be gay. <laughs> It's totally okay Just to, be gay. to be clear. We're on the same page. And, and also, we're the most accepting family. So my mom was like, why did it attach to me? And I'm like, I don't fucking know, dude. I will say what I've read, what I have experienced, those who are the most open to spooky stuff, to ghosts, to spirits, to being spiritual are usually the most susceptible to be in contact with a ghost, myself included. If anyone knows me i'm obsessed with horror movies and ghosts and haunted houses and whatever and yeah i've encountered many ghosts i've had really weird shit happen to me like one time i went to the catacombs in paris <gasps> no yeah because i loved going through it and being like scary spooky tunnels so scary and something happened to me right after so i went with my family and we were staying in paris obviously and the next morning i woke up to an upside down handprint on my face <gasps> Okay, I don't like these physical interactions. That is physically impossible for my hand to be there. Yeah, you would have had a... I, well, I guess you could sleep like this. No, look where the thumb is. It's on the other side. No, it... I don't like it. The thumb is on the ear... It, Nobody sleeps like... Like, that's the handprint, a.k.a. Like, someone would have been like that. It's not... It wasn't me. <laughs> that is not my hand. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking terrifying. I do have one other scary, spooky story. This one has truly shaken me to my core. I am one degree separation from the girl that this happened to. Okay, so there was this girl 
let's give her a name. Her name is Sally. Sally is up in Boston and she dog sits for this family. Family was going out of town and whenever they go to town and she dog sits, they allow her to stay at the house. Sometimes like she'll have a friend come with her and that's totally normal with the parents. They don't mind that. So she was going to stay at the house and she texted one of her friends, Rebecca. Wait, that was the name in your story, wasn't it? Okay, <laughs> it's not all Rebecca. coming together. <laughs> Maria. So Sally texted Maria and she was like, hey, do you want to come with me to watch the dog this weekend? I'll be there. She's like, no, I can't. I have plans, whatever. And she's like, okay. So she goes and she's Snapchatting, taking videos of the dog because like, obviously it's a cute dog, whatever. She posted on her Snapchat story and Maria texted Sally and she's like, oh, who did you end up having come with you to dog set? And Sally's like, what are you talking about? I didn't have anyone come. I'm here by myself. Why would you ask that? And Maria is like, Sally, get the fuck out of the house. There's someone in your video of the dog. What? Sally immediately exits the house with the dog. She freaks out. She looks at the video. I have the video. (gasps) Why do we have the scariest receipts today? I'm scared. Okay. Press play and watch the haul. I'll put this on the video also. Holy fuck. So she calls the police. They search the entire house. There's no sign of forced entry. There's no one in the house. They cannot explain it. The parents end up coming home. Literally zero explanation. But there is someone in this video. There's still someone in the house. And he looks like he ha- I mean, to me, it looks like the Grim Reaper. It looks like he's holding something in his hand. I have examined this video a thousand times. I've sent it to people. We've screenshot. We've zoomed. We've done the whole nine. What it is if, a human. What if he lives in the basement? Or in the walls. Oh, my God. Have you ever seen that movie? In the walls. That movie Within. <gasps> so, yeah. What the fuck? Isn't that wild? I, I'm going to have to watch this a lot. Yeah. I'll send it to you. It's crazy. Um... So yeah, that's the that's a scary movie. That's mm-hmm. terrifying. Babysitting used to scare the shit out of me. I don't know why. It still I does. Just always felt like someone. Well, I know why. Every scary movie ever is about a babysitter yeah. getting screams when stranger yeah. calls. Like yeah, that movie. <gasps> I had someone prank call me like that once. That's fucked that up. Was so fucked up. Oh my god, my sister and her friends watched The Ring back in you know seventh grade whenever it came out, and one of the moms like fucked with the kids and called while they're watching it and was like, "You will die in seven days." Oh my god. And then. They all obviously freaked out. My sister ended up getting like a bloody nose seven days later. And she was like, I'm going to die. Wait, do you remember? Did you ever do that shit with your friends that was like light as a feather, stiff as a board? Did I? Oh my God. Yes. No, no, no. (laughs) Because that was weird. Why were we levitating? What was going on? It worked. The cat scratch thing. We can put up. Do you know that one? The like you would get cat. cat, Yeah. Scratch, scratch, whatever. I have. Look. Scars literal wait what is what are you talking about okay so there was one that was light as a feather stiff as a board and then there was another one i don't remember what we said but it was like about cat scratches i mean i remember like crack an egg on your head let the yolk drip down yeah that that shit but there was one that resulted in like scratches like scratches would show up on girls when you did that yeah i mean when you keep going it's like spiders crawling up your spine maybe cat scratching i'll look it up Uh, it was a thing and then i literally have had these scars oh my god since then I don't know what we were doing as little kids, like just straight up witchcraft. Dude, my parents would give me Ouija boards. I had two Ouija boards growing up. I had one that was glow in the dark and one like authentic one. And we used to do the Ouija board with my neighbors and I was five. They were probably 13. Oh my God. And the shit, I know sometimes I would probably try to fuck with my friends and push it a little bit, but there were some times when like I truly didn't, everyone claimed they didn't. And one time it said, 
this is why it freaked me out when you said the sliding doors. One time we said, is there a ghost present? It said yes. And then we said where? And it said sliding door. And there was a sliding door in my basement. And we all like booked it out of the basement. We were like, ah, like screaming yeah. our heads off, ran out of there. Um, and it's weird because a sliding door has been really like prevalent in my life with weird stuff. I had a recurring dream or recurring nightmare when I was younger. And I was in this empty room. And it's so vivid. Brown carpet beige walls, sliding glass door, and then there's a whirlpool in the right corner, and it has stones around it, like a koi pond type thing, but it was a whirlpool. And a witch comes, but it almost looked like a dementor from oh, Harry no. Potter, comes very slowly to the door and opens the door, and my sister is with me, and she jumps into the whirlpool, and I'm supposed to jump in after her, and that's when I wake up every time. That's so scary. I know. I need to sage you. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to have you like full body sage me. I did a Ouija board at the Roosevelt Hotel, which is where Marilyn Monroe loved to stay. I did it with my friends when we were teenagers, but we didn't know anything about a Ouija board. Like, I didn't know that you weren't supposed to take your fingers off of it. Or look through the glass. Yeah, or there's a certain pattern that it does to unlock the board. So we got super freaked out because it was getting really scary. And we, again, didn't know what we were doing, ripped up the board, threw it away on Hollywood Boulevard. I don't think you're supposed to rip it. No, I don't think you're supposed to you're do that either. You're not supposed to dispose of it. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to do what we did. And for years, the weirdest thing, like we would see Marilyn Monroe's face everywhere. Ooh, weird. It was so weird. We had a group chat about it. It was so creepy. That's bizarre. Hopefully when the priest came, they cleared me of that as well. <sighs> I don't know. I like always just had weird encounters. I lived in a haunted apartment when I was living in LA. And I shit you not, it was haunted. Mm -hmm. Basically, I moved into this apartment with a girl who I was like hardly friends with. And I was witnessing some really weird things happening. One night I was sleeping and I felt a scratch at my back. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of more of like a finger scratch. It wasn't like claws. Another time I came home and her door was closed. I forgot something and I went back and her door was open. It wasn't like one of those air suction tunnel things. And I remember texting her being like, I had to run, but maybe you should be on the phone with your boyfriend when you come home because something was weird. I said to her one day, I think maybe this place is haunted. All of the furniture in our apartment was from the past. It wasn't ours. We didn't own it. And it was all really, really old, like super old. The place just had this weird air about it. And I told my friends when they would come over, they would be like, no, this place is haunted. Like this place is fucked up. <laughs> and the coffee table is a chest. We didn't know what was in the chest. Oh, God. So whatever. So she ends up moving out and a new girl moves in, takes her spot. And one day I come home and my new roommate is like, hey, I think this place is haunted. And I was like, did Colleen tell you that I said that? And she was like, no, something happened last night. And I was like, what the fuck happened? She was like, I was in my room and I went to go wash my face. So I took off my rings and I put it on my ring holder. And I went to the bathroom, washed my face, came back. And then I was just tidying up my room. And I noticed something out of the corner of my eye that was different. She was like, I looked over to my ring holder and that ring was in my room. It was my ring, which I got at a vintage flea market that I used so to wear. It was weird. like this big stone ring. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah. And so I didn't – obviously, I was freaked out. We hardly know each other. She was like, I went over to your room and you were sleeping. You were in there not awake. And she goes, I went into the bathroom and my ring was in your ring spot. So the rings were switched. And I'm like, do you have videos? She didn't have videos. So I was kind of like, all right, I don't know if this is true. But then after that, really strange things started to happen constantly. One time she was in the living room. I left. Five minutes later, she texts me and she goes, you walked out the door and I heard this crazy loud noise in the bathroom. I went in and the entire bathtub was filled with pink water that smelled like roses. 
I have pictures. What? Another time, the dresser, we had this crazy dresser in the living room that the TV was on. There was like 20 drawers. Only one drawer was shaking. Like the handle was just moving. Also have a video. She's just trying to do her self-care routine. (laughs) Well, so that was the thing. We were like, everything the, the ghost is doing is very flirty. So we were like, this must be a female ghost. I started smelling cigarettes in one spot in my apartment like it wouldn't be here and then it would be here it was always just somewhere very isolated one time i came home my roommate was sitting on the couch i like kind of plopped down i'm talking to her and i was like did you get a new candle because i smelled something and she was like no and i looked around no candles were lit i smelled this perfume that i swear my grandmother wears and my grandmother's alive but it was a old lady perfume and i sat up and I didn't smell it over here. And then I went back and I smelled in that spot again. I love that it's just probably someone named she was Phyllis. Just, yeah. She was just chilling with us. Living her life. Yeah. And well. one time, like, she snapped in my roommate's ear. One time I was in my room and I heard the TV in my roommate's room go on. She doesn't have a TV. But I heard, like, a talk show start to happen. Mm-hmm. Essentially, her – either her iPad started – playing or her alexa started playing and i was silent i was just in my room scrolling i texted my roommate i was like are you home because i had been so loud all day i was like fuck did i wake her up and she was like no i'm at work and i was like well the fucking ghost just turned on your ipad and she was like oh my god go in there go check out i was like no like i'm leaving that's crazy um so yeah i really think that things can attach to items yeah my friend's mom has this had i think she got rid of it this dish that she has had forever or got from somewhere all of her furniture is super old and antique as well and the dish we would come home and it would be in different places and we physically we witnessed it throw itself off the table many times it was a moving fucking dish and then i'm pretty sure she got rid of it after like the second move she did or something she's like i'm not bringing it with me it had terrible energy yeah i mean look at ed and lorraine warren they have the Annabelle. Cl- yeah, all those objects that they apparently had. I actually just watched that documentary. So moral of the story is when you're thrifting, be careful. Be careful. <laughs> Sage your shit. To close out, top five horror movies that everyone should watch this weekend. Mm. You go ahead. I know you have some okay. in mind. <laughs> like, okay. Hereditary, obviously. That is the most terrifying movie I've ever seen in my life. I haven't seen it <gasps> because I'm afraid of it. I've seen it about eight times. I'm such a sicko. Conjuring, obviously, all of them are incredible. But number one is just the best. Oh, Evil Dead. The one that was in 2013 and the most recent one, Evil Dead Rise. I recommend doing Evil Dead from 2013 first, followed by Evil Dead Rise, which was released in April 2023. Also, if you want my horror movie spreadsheet, which I have, and it has over 250 movies on it, I link the trailer. I write to stream it or skip it. I do the year it came out, the spooky level, and then the movie rating level. So if it's just a good movie. And then I do my notes and all the streaming services you can get it on. I'm a psycho. Love it. The Strangers, that one always freaks me the fuck out. That's terrifying. I'll put a list on our Instagram because I have to go back and look, but there's some that I watched recently that are like fucking terrifying. I'm more of like a hocus pocus girly these days. I did watch all of those. Like I, I, I can't, I used to be such a sick psycho loving all the horror stuff when it were short on time so I can't really get into it maybe next episode but I did like the overnight camping horror thing where they drag you out by your feet it's horrifying I used to be so into the thrill and now I'm like I would like a wholesome evening (laughs) in watching a child's movie I mean look at my costume I'm in a kid's costume (laughs) what do you expect I love the adrenaline I can't watch a rom-com because I'm like I don't want to want what's happening oh that's fair yeah like I'd rather be like oh no I don't want this 
and be scared shitless. Well, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Have fun. Be safe. Be slutty. Safe and slutty. That's the motto. Tag us in your pics. I would love to see everyone's Halloween costumes. We'll put them on our story. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for submitting your stories. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) 